0: Where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can
1: survive, this place is no
0: place for civilized man.
1: Take it in the guts, Barry. Oh.
2: Gotta do now part of the Australian culture there. Pretty really simple question. Pretty correct. And you get? go through that doorway to the greatest little culture of all the glasses held in yards of Good morning everybody. This is Annie for the uh, look at the Australian film industry uh, from 3CR, and today we're going to be going to a film called *A Locust uh it's uh, and we're speaking to the uh, writer of locus uh angus watts and um i uh i told you last week that uh, the um film uh judy and punch was going to get its uh Opening in Australia in uh, January. Now, I'm wrong. It's actually November. It's uh, around November the 22nd. That's when uh, Judy and Punch is going to go to air and on in theatres. And I really recommend it. It's a uh, quite a stunning film. And uh, I can sincerely say you'll have never seen anything like it before. Uh, and it was shot up at Monsalvat, which is another sort of uh, curious thing. Uh, It's got the production values of a high-end foreign film, actually, Uh, but it's uh, incredibly uh, quirky and uh, says an awful lot about violence and uh, how it's embedded in our culture, which is a a fascinating uh, thing to see. But it does it in a way that... uh, is uh, so surprising. Everything about it is surprising. Great performances. Make sure you go and see it. Uh, that's uh, Judy and Punch. But today we're focusing on a film called Locust, and it's got its opening in Melbourne opening tonight, actually. So let's hear from Angus Watts, who's uh, the writer or the scriptwriter. Can you give me an idea of uh, your... Uh Adventure into writing the script for Locusts. Where did it come from?
0: Yeah. Uh, look, adventure is probably quite an apt term. Um, I've spent about five years writing and producing the film. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a screenplay that I wrote based on a, an idea that's been bouncing around in my head for about 20 years, really. And um, uh, I'm a radiologist by day and sort of been. The film has been a lifelong passion of mine. It's sort of only really been the last five years that I've said, okay, it's time to just uh, roll the sleeves up and get my hands dirty and and get in and uh, just get started on this. Um, And so I spent a couple of years uh, writing and developing uh, the scripts and uh, actually ended up, uh, I've written three scripts uh, to date, Uh, all sort of in the same vein, They're all sort of crime thrillers uh, with a a bit of a dark side and a little bit of comedy as well. I think uh, comedy's important in uh, drama and suspense just to uh, line it up a little bit. So, yeah, look, uh, so that was kind of my sort of writing story and I ended up... um uh, winning a few awards on the festival circuit just for my screenplays, as uh, unproduced screenplays, and then I started collaborating with Heath Davis,
2: yeah.
0: uh, who directed a couple of films. Uh, about 2016, I met him at the Gold Coast Film Festival, and we started talking about um, uh, about uh, the concept for Locust, which is a sort of an outback crime thriller. And uh, we were both sort of interested in the idea of doing it out that kind film as something that that he 'd had in his mind uh, as a separate sort of idea and uh, so we started sort of talking about the concept and developing it and spent a couple of years sort of working on it and um, casting it and uh, we ended up shooting it last year out of Broken hill um, uh, so that was kind of a, the, uh, the the nuts and bolts of the uh, adventure, but it has <laughs> been a very long uh, roller coaster ride, that 's a very interesting one.
2: Before we go into the nuts and bolts of the making of Locusts, uh, let's uh, talk about your collaboration with uh, uh, Heath Davis. Now, the films that he's yes. made uh, have all been pretty extraordinary, in, in my view. I think Broke was a great film, and I think Book, book Week was a great film too, yes. and they're very Australian. Uh, they're very yes. steady, they're very Australian, and I noticed that you were the producer. One of the You got a, cr- a producer's credit for Book, a book Week,
0: Yeah, that's right. When we started um, talking uh, in 2016, he he actually had Book Week in script format at that stage, and I had uh, Locust in script format, and so we we both had a script that we'd both been working on our scripts, trying to get them to the screen, and obviously he had more runs on the board, he'd done Broke, and that's really what grabbed my attention, I, I saw Broke. Uh, and I thought, wow, that is a that is an amazing film uh, on so many levels and to me it looked like a, it just had so much great production value and, and the cinematography was amazing. Uh, Chris Bland uh, has been a cinematographer on all three films and a uh, very talented guy and, and obviously that was very important in, in Locust as an Outback uh, film. But but yeah, coming back to Heath, uh, you know, he, uh, he he's very much uh, uh, sort of a... Uh, an earthy filmmaker you know he's written and, and directed uh, his first two films and i i ended up jumping on board book week, uh, in, you know several years ago as an executive producer just to sort of help him uh, get that going and um uh, but it was very much his his work uh, through and through and, uh, I, was well, I, I guess what week. I'm
2: getting at is that what did yeah. you learn from doing that i mean because obviously lot, yeah because yeah, obviously what's going on here is that uh, there's a coterie of people beginning to work together to create what are really quintessentially strong Australian-flavoured films.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, I uh, I, I had an exponential uh, learning experience uh, working with Heath and, and, and uh, with Book Week going on the background, and I was obviously on set for Book Week, uh, not the whole time, but I spent a bit of time on set there. and and, uh, and that's when Alan, I met Alan Duke's, and uh, I immediately thought this guy is uh, super talented, extremely underrated uh, guy. He's mostly a stage actor, and uh, I, I spoke to Alan at that stage on the set of Book Week, and I said I've got a role for you, and uh, and and it is a very different role. The role in Locust is very much a, a sort of. Uh, dysfunctional bad guy um and uh very interesting character and he was very uh, interested in that but yeah look uh, i digress again but look i, I had a very uh, uh, I, I learned a lot working with his along along the way um uh you know he's had a lot of runs on the board not only just in in the process of film production but uh you know his journey as an independent filmmaker sort of going through all the struggles in australia that, that we go through as independent filmmakers was is something that we talked about a lot um, and, and it is difficult for all of us uh, in the independent film industry and um, uh, and you know I think he's got a philosophy that it's it's important to work together and I think that's important and and on on locusts it was very important to me to uh, to have a mix of experience and youth uh, on the set and and I guess uh, in a way I was probably on the less experienced side and and um, so there are a lot of experienced uh, cast members and experienced production crew, and and also uh, sort of vibrant, energetic uh, youth on the other side, and and so it was a learning experience for a lot of people, and and it's been really satisfying for me to see some of the younger uh, members sort of come through and go on to to you know bigger and better things uh, in the wake of Locus, even though it hasn't come out yet. You know it's been a year plus since we shot it, uh, and uh, there's a few. Uh, younger production, current cast who've uh, sort of gone on to bigger and better things and I, I love to see that. It has been it was very much uh, about a, a group uh, collaboration and a group uh, journey together making
2: this film. The uh, landscape, I've been to Broken Hill, it's a, an extraordinary place. Yeah. How long was Amazing. the shoot? It must have been very difficult though to do it in yeah, that yeah. sort of environment.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Amazing part of the world and of the world that uh, I think every Australian should go and see. Uh, We often tend to go to see them, not to look at our backyard but Broken Hill is just stunning and and it's uh, very accessible and and I I spent a lot of time uh, sort of location scanning around the country in development over a few years and I looked at winter and Cooley and various places and and Broken Hill was the one we settled on really for logistical reasons uh, directly out of sydney and adelaide which makes it very film friendly uh, and very film friendly community and, and so on but yeah the landscapes are just stunning and and um, so many amazing films have been made out there uh, you know all those great films of the 70s uh, Wake and Friday and razorback and uh, the second mad max film and, and uh, priscilla and uh, there's just a, a huge list of uh, of wonderful uh, films that have been shot out there you know the last cat to darwin um uh, and so filmmaking is very much part of the culture and the landscape. Uh, and, you know, I, 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 it kind of feels like you're walking through a museum of cinematic history because literally, <laughs> like, you know, on every street corner, there's, there's some, you know, uh, memorabilia or someone who's worked on a film or there's a bartender with an extra in Awakened Fried, or, you know, a guy in the art department was working on the set of Mad Max 2 or, you know, he's, he's kind of everywhere. Uh, so it's kind of, in a way, the heart and soul about that filmmaking in the country and it's mostly for logistical reasons but those, those epic landscapes are amazing and, and it was really important to me and I, i've got a background in sort of stills photography and and i'm passionate about landscapes so i love it and I, I think you know if you're going to make a film in australia it's important to play to your strengths and um, and the things that we do well here are uh, we've got these amazing environments these amazing landscapes uh, everywhere whether it's uh you know far north queensland or the great ocean road or out back uh, the outback uh uh, so that's you know we've got amazing locations and obviously uh, a wealth of talent in the in the acting uh, arena and uh, so many talented people that are sort of knocking on the door of uh, of the US and uh, some getting through and some some uh, waiting to get through and and uh, so uh, you know to us it was important to have good character actors to to really drill down on these sort of weird and, and wacky uh, sort of dystopian characters in the story. So we, we really spent a lot of time uh, being meticulous about getting the right people in the right roles and, uh, you know, hopefully we tick that box. Um, it was quite nice yeah, to see
2: uh, Damien Hill. It was a bit of a shock to see Damien Hill there.
0: Yeah, look, um, he, yeah, he, Damien's loss was a tragedy for all of us and, and uh, it was very, very sad and he, he was just a wonderful human being and... Um, you know, we all consider him a friend. I, I talked a lot to Damien on set out of Broken Hill about uh about various things, about you know the struggles of an as an independent filmmaker, because obviously he's not just a, a great actor and a great screenwriter, but he's actually a producer and a filmmaker in his own right as well. And uh we so had a lot to uh to talk about in terms of the you know the filmmaking journey and. Uh, we'd actually talked about working on a future project together, and obviously that's not to be. But uh, very sad, and the film's actually dedicated to Damien's memory. He um, sadly yeah. lost his life. I think about two two months after production, which
2: was yeah. very sad. How long was the shoot?
0: Uh, shoot was twenty eight days, um, okay. and about half yeah, about half uh, in, uh, in Broken Hill and half in Sydney for the interior stuff. Uh, and uh, the Broken Hill stuff was shot in winter. We shot it in July uh, in 2018, so uh, it was freezing cold out there.
2: <laughs> a lot of stuff was, yeah, it's surprising, it's isn't
0: it? Yeah, and uh, one of our one of our uh, production crew, Tiari Tomaziski, who's a very experienced line producer and worked on just about everything you can think of, and she said it's going to be cold out there, everyone bringing woolies, and, and indeed it was. You know, it was, it was minus four many nights. Uh, we're sort of doing night shoots out on desert highways in uh, stunts later, and night, so really beautiful though, and, uh, amazing, stunning, freezing and harsh Gosh, and, and yeah. stunning. It was just um, just an amazing place to to be and uh, just to absorb that environment. And I think everybody, you know, all the cast and all the crew were just. It, it was just uh, a real privilege to to be out there in those landscapes and to be doing what you know doing what everyone does in that environment. Mm-hmm.
2: Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. a 3CR supporter.
0: Hi, my name is Rolf Deheer. I don't live in Melbourne. I live across the water in Tasmania. But if I did live in Melbourne, my number one radio station would be 3CR because it's about community and community matters.
2: And you're on 3CR, of course, listening to Showreel, and we're having a chat with the writer, the scriptwriter for a film called Locust, which is uh, going to be sh- uh, have its Melbourne premiere uh, tonight. Uh, it's doing the rounds of the of the country. Uh, Andrew Watts, let's go on with his discussion about this uh, dystopian type film that's uh, set in the heart of Australia. Tell us about the uh, characters and why you've done this kind of story because it is a really quite uh, compelling story it's brutal uh the uh, uh, um without uh, scaring people it does have a happy ending of sorts but it's uh, yeah no it does it does uh, yeah. but uh, the um the nature of the uh, predatory characters uh, yes. and how they um <laughs> latch on to people's uh, vulnerabilities in order to suck out the marrow of their bones.
0: Yeah, I, I think you've summed it up beautifully. Uh that's a great that's great to hear as a writer. But you know, I, I think from, from my point of view I guess my starting point was, you know, I was interested in this uh story about these two brothers uh for, it's been in my head for many years but you know the city brother who's gone away and become successful and the country brother who never left this town and the town as you say it sounds like a vortex and no one can leave this town and the mining boom's sort of come and gone and, and uh you know once it was a vibrant buzzing town with lots of jobs and you know lots of cash flow for everybody and and the mining boom's long gone and now everyone's sort of left in its wake and uh feeding off the scraps of what's left from the mining boom and, this world that he comes into and he sort of returns to this world for his, his father's uh, funeral and uh, and he's sort of estranged and re- reunited with his, his brother who never left this world and, and of course there are all these other interesting, uh, weird and wonderful characters who will. Uh, Ways, uh, at least in my mind as a writer, affected by this post-mining boom uh, sort of effect. You know, there's, there's, there's ice addiction and there's desperation and uh, there's unemployment and there's people hanging around and with nothing to do. And uh, what do we do next? You know, where's the next dollar come from? And, and that's kind of the, the the underlying sort of idea. and Um, hopefully that came through. Yeah, yeah. And it's
2: interesting because uh, there's a certain suspense in it because originally you think it's the story of the brothers, which in a sense it is. But it certainly takes, uh, you know, that that personal self-involvement that people fall into. uh, They get a rude shock because in actual fact there are a whole lot of other um, things that they have to worry about.
0: Yeah, that's right, and and um, I spent a little bit of time in sort of regional communities, and and uh, it's interesting, you know, the the mining boom, as we all know, sort of, you know, there's boom bust, boom bust, bust, and it comes and goes. At the moment, it's looking, you know, pretty
2: pretty strong for
0: the, the mining industry, yeah. But obviously, you know, eight, eight years ago or so, uh, there was obviously a, a bust period sort of post-GFC and, you know, GFC, everything was going back, gangbusters. And then there was just period for about five years where there's a big slump and a lot of people were doing it really tough. And, you know, GFC time, there was, uh, you know, fly in, fly out and everyone had jet skis and brand new V8s. And then, you know, within a few years, that, that was no longer the case. And, uh, uh, and, and there's a lot of unemployment, a lot of people doing it tough for a few years there and obviously things have come around again but but i was very interested in this, this sort of boom bust idea because uh, in my mind i guess extrapolating that where does it all end you know like where where, where does it all end this boom bust phenomenon of, of uh you know draining the land uh you know it, there's got to be an end point to it i think as we all we're all fairly aware at the moment and uh, uh, so there's a little bit of a background theme about environmental consumption and that sort of ties in uh, as a metaphor with the but the title, the title is a metaphor for, it, for mankind's consumption not only of, of the world around us and the environment and our, our resources, but it's also a metaphor for you know the, these weird and wonderful individuals in the town who are sort of crawling over each other trying to get to the top of the pile.
2: It's it's quite masterfully done, actually. Uh you've got some really great actors. You know, like Steve Lemarca. L- uh, I'm never quite sure how to say his name. Ma- Steve Lemarquin. He, L- Lemarquin. Yeah, that's it. He's a great actor, and yet, and even <laughs> Angry Anderson turns up. But everybody is is really quite uh, um, terrific in their roles. Uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Uh, and it's really worth seeing this film. Uh, has it? Uh, Been uh, shown around the place. Is there going to be a theatrical release? Are you taking it to festivals? Uh,
0: Yeah, look, um, it actually comes out in theaters uh, tomorrow uh, around the country as a a release. So it's. So that's
2: Thursday. um, uh, Thursday the seventeenth. Seventeenth, and this will be, uh, and that means today, because I'm going to play this on Thursday.
0: That's right so today it's out uh, nationally uh, you can see it in uh, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide and and uh you know half a dozen uh, regional centres uh, and, of course, the regional centres are very uh, into this film. You know, it's got a big cult following, not only in Broken Hill will we shot it, but a lot of the uh, neighbouring sort of cities. You see people around Orange and uh, Wagga Wagga sort of uh, by osmosis going, oh, what's, what's going on here? You know, there's a lot of interest in regional uh, Australia in, in this sort of outback uh, dystopian crime thriller. So... Um, Uh, But, yeah, look, it's got a release, and uh, we're quite happy with the way it's going. Uh, There's premieres. uh, The Sydney premiere will be tonight, uh, Thursday the 17th. That's a sellout. Uh, The Melbourne premiere is tomorrow night, Friday the 18th. Um, There's still a few seats left for that. And then the Gold Coast premiere is on uh, the Saturday night. uh, There's still seats left for that, and it premiered in Brisbane on the 16th.
2: Oh, cool. And uh, so are you taking it to festivals, Uh, you know, overseas?
0: Yeah, we have look it's just on the tail end of the festival run, it's sort of been uh just about everywhere um it's uh we it's played uh it premiered in the u s at uh Newport Beach Film Festival and it had a great screening there. Uh, it actually uh, was interesting. It actually, opened on the night of the uh, the New Avengers film that came out this year. Uh, There's sort of people queued up for you know you know hundreds of meters down the street. The street and uh, and we thought, oh my God, that's going to kill the film. But but we managed to sell our film out that night, so we're quite quite pleased about that. Uh, but look, it's played uh, it played in at uh, Cannes at the master film at the film market at the Cannes Film Festival this year uh, to the industry and, and had a great uh, response there, and we we had a great response from uh, the international. Uh, distributors and sales agents, and and uh, but I ended up uh, doing a three film package uh, with a card based um, uh, sales agency on, on this film and my two next screenplays. Which
2: oh, was quite fantastic! Nice. That's what I was going. Yeah. To, that that was you just took me to where I wanted to go. I mean, uh, you, yes. uh, as you said, you're a radiographer during the day and a filmmaker at night. Uh, eventually, you might be a, ma- a a filmmaker all the time. Uh, so, you've yes, got two I'm actually, screens. I'm uh,
0: screen yeah, that's, that's actually, actually a radiologist by uh, like day, and, and uh, uh, I, I work in a private practice uh, around southeast Queensland. But yeah, that's right. Look, um, uh, I wear many hats, and I don't think I'll ever quit radiology, but, but uh, I'm passionate about filmmaking. I love the journey. It's a sort of this crazy roller coaster journey. And, yeah, look, I've got a couple of scripts, uh, uh, one sort of a dark serial killer script and the other one sort of a little black comedy, uh, and, uh, and both are sort of, uh, out there. One's picked up a few awards, um, and, uh, so we'll see where, where the wind, wind blows, but, uh, I, I'm certainly, uh, enthused and energized to sort of take it on and, and, uh, and uh,
2: move forward with those When you say you've uh, sold a uh, package so you've got the actual locust film made but the other two yes. haven't been made Uh no. it, So what does that mean when you say you've sold the package? What does that mean?
0: Well, look, it was more of a, a bundle. So, for your know, Locus, you completed and it's, uh, so out, out today. And, uh, the other two are, are screenplays in screenplay format. So they're basically projects in development. Uh, so, you know, for a film, it's, it's, it's a long journey, as you know, and, and uh, you know, it may take a few years, uh, to get them up. But, but obviously the process is, you know, involves, you know, securing finance, getting key cast locked down and, and going through that journey. But, but it's, it's just nice as a writer. Have that support uh, really from from uh, from go.
2: So they're interested at when the final product is completed.
0: Actually, uh, our our sales agent is also they also tied into the British finance company, and uh, so we're already in discussions about. Uh, potentially getting one of them financed uh, so it's it's further than just being a screenplay you know there's, there's interest in finance and and uh, development so uh, it's a long journey but we're we're not at the beginning we're probably a couple of steps down the journey so uh, we'll see where it goes
2: well oh, congratulations sengus it's good start
0: great chatting and i appreciate uh, appreciate you having me on
2: <laughs> thanks for talking to me yeah, so that was Angus uh, Watts who was talking about his film Locus. He's a scriptwriter, Uh and I was uh, slightly wrong. It's actually getting its Melbourne uh, uh, opening at the theatres uh, on Friday. So you've got a bit of time to sort yourself out if you want to go and see this film. Uh, coming up next is uh, Published or Not and uh, we're going to go out with a lovely Mia Dyson Uh, track called Precious Things you'll hear from me next week Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.